You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Flee the country, you can change your name, you can delete that Caesar Milan bestiality sex tape. But oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, you sick bastard, is gonna prevent you from being on the watch list. So, welcome to the watch list, everybody. Hey, hey, Holly has. <laughs> A big thing of shrimp cocktail, some organic blue corn Y'all. chips. <laughs> but you know, I gotta give it to Holly because uh, Holly's been tearing it up with this workout program that she's been doing. She's been doing uh, the paleo lifestyle and loving it, looking good. Thanks to my trainer, who's uh, who's uh, opening for us. <laughs> I didn't want to say any names, but uh, I just. Did. But you put in the work, though. The diet is the hardest part. It really is. It's eighty percent of this. So, but you are looking good for the summer. I feel like I'm in Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a bum. You're a bum, Holly. <laughs> I'm gonna say it from now on. No, <laughs> no, don't. She'll be laughing too hard to get her wraps out if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I could do my Arnold voice when you're doing the Arnold presses. You should see Casey like in the gym. She's like. You can do it. Come on. Push it out. <laughs> oh, no, like, get mad. Get mad. Yeah, she's like, she just, she does say that. Get ah, mad. True. Run really loud. <laughs> I'm like, but they told us there's no grunting allowed when we signed up. <laughs> oh, I know. I hate that shit. When they went through the gym rules, I'm like, I broke two of these rules. And one of them was bringing in a gallon jug of water. Like, Why can't you bring in water with you? You can't. It's not a gallon jug. Why? Why is there a, a water limit? Because your water's going to take over someone's <laughs> <laughs> personal <laughs> space. It's intimidating, I guess, because they have a cartoon space. of like a lunk quotations on a wall. Uh-huh. And it's this dude with a thin tank top and he's got these big bulging biceps and he's got a jug of water. Right. And it says like it's like anti that which Oh, so they're anti douchebag? Yeah, pretty much. It's it's like yeah. a, a douchebag trade, I guess. Well I'm sorry I'm an asshole. I'm still paying you twenty bucks a month. No, no, you're not a douchebag. Those muscly guys that literally just drink water, run on the treadmill for five minutes and stare at themselves in the mirror taking selfies are the douchebags. Well, and that's slam who they're down trying their to avoid. Too. They slam them yeah. down and they don't rack them. And they're like, Ugh. And you're like, but you did one rap. Right, exactly. <laughs> if it took that much energy to lift it, it takes that much energy to put it down. <laughs> Come on, folks. Casey's so. there in her muscle tee with her huge water. Just like, Slam down weights like who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? <laughs> I show those weights who's boss. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Planet slapping fitness. everybody's ass in there. <laughs> <laughs> Go team! An old lady. Oh, <laughs> oh! He broke my hip. 
Ask me about my grandson. <laughs> I bought this painting that's painted in blood. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, pawn grandma. You're ruining everybody's lives and their experience at the gym. <clears throat> so, any whoozle? Um, yeah, I decided Holly is very, very, very close to graduating. So we would do a sort of a, a pet-themed episode because uh, I'd like to get Holly's take on um, some of this. Uh, we're going to talk about pet psychics. We're going to talk about um, pet memory. Uh, there is a cat that returned um, home after 12 years of being gone. Um, a robot cow for the military. And um, also, I have to ask you each a question. I'm going to actually ask Jess first. Uh-oh. Yeah. And you got to be real with me. Well, I'm not going to bullshit you. <laughs> Where's my soundboard? <laughs> oh, where is it? Oh, this thing? That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was using go. inappropriately last time. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's the point of it, I've decided. Nobody used those, like, I correctly used, I pushed ever. the button at the wrong time. Though. Oh, man. It was, we were talking about somebody dying, and she was like, it was like wah, the, wah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the room where you could hear a pin she drop. She's just like, and um, <laughs> we are. I'm sorry, but you we know, are, we are. You are in our thoughts and prayers, and I'm like, honestly, like some of those are inaccurately like labeled. Like the applause one is an applause, and I'm like, what? Dick hadn't made this, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what some of these are. I mean, what is that, the circus? Like, We present know. to you. <laughs> but I gotta know. Okay, question. Yes. Do you think Caesar Milan is hot? <laughs> I totally bang him. Okay, that's what I thought. He's got like, I think like, it's just because he's like, I don't know, he's got a certain appeal to him and like a domineering like stance. And I think that's sexy in a dude. Because he can tame those beasts. Yes, right, exactly. Yeah. I like real men. What if a he little... snapped at you like a dog, though? I'd He's punch like... him in his face. Oh, you wouldn't think that was hot? Like, yeah. Get down. No. On all fours. No. <laughs> I mean, like, if we were in the bedroom doing something freaky, then yeah. But then if he did that, I'd be like, but do you like well, being in dogs about. or something? No, I am yeah, not being okay. mean. No. I am being dominant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm the dominant one, so I don't. I wouldn't do well with that. I guess. I want. He's probably like that in the bedroom, though. It's probably like reverse. Probably would. Yeah, I'd be like bend <laughs> over. Someone who likes to dominate all day I'm probably likes you. to be and dominated. Yeah. He, well, he, pr- he probably likes to be dressed up like a dog, like <laughs> <laughs> like the faggy dog, like put on a tutu with a studded collar. He's definitely never coming on this show now. <laughs> it says princess on the tag. <laughs> You know what? Honestly, like all, I got like into that whole BDSM realm for like a little bit, and yes. all of those guys that are submissive, they're all like white collar, like CEOs, business owners. Oh, yeah. Like none of them are like janitors. You know, it's mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's out of character for them to be uh, domineering during the day. So it's at the escape. end of the day, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like they're released to be like, oh, I can feel normal now because you know they're. Being dominated, which you know is fun. Holly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I attracted to him? Yeah. Um, I think he's gay, right? Is it really? I don't know. Is he? he seems gay to me. No, he got a divorce in 2012 from a chick. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah. I just like plenty of he screams gay, guys. gay to me. So 
Okay, and there's so, nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying he screams gay to me for some That's why Holly's mom always says when she speculates that somebody's <laughs> gay, she <laughs> has to follow it that. up with, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> well, what if what if he wasn't? What if you didn't think he was gay? Like, what if you thought that he was like straight? Would you bang him? Mm, maybe. I mean, he's a he is an attractive man. So because you think because he gives out that gay vibe, you, you probably would be one in the bedroom and be like, I, "Fuck me like a Pomeranian." <laughs> <laughs> I would not be into that shit. <laughs> no. But, uh... <laughs> isn't he, like, a short little man? Is he short? I don't know. I want to look this up now. <laughs> I, I think he's about your height, Holly. Maybe about 5'7". Uh, that's still uh, taller than me. Dude, shorter guys. Have it, you guys seen Chris? He's, like, an inch shorter than me. He's I've never seen Chris. him for, like, two and a half years. So. Hmm. Uh, but, Holly, you were into Prince... You could fit him in your vagina. I know, but he's like, Prince <laughs> yeah, he's is like, tiny. Whew, Prince is like, hey, baby. He's not yeah. human, though. He's yeah. on the level. Yeah, he is. Get on my ride. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you see him in purple rain? Come on. He's like, I'm a bad boy who just misunderstood because I have a bad home life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring you that purple pain. He's like, Apollonia. Apollonia. Get in that water, bitch. <laughs> And get naked for me. <laughs> when Prince was on Apollonia. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what about you, Casey? Uh, you know what? You would let me. No, I'd let him wine and dine me, but I would not let him sixty-nine me. I could not sleep with that man. He's a little too, like you said, a little bit effeminate. But I would. I don't know. He's the guy I would bring home to mom. My dad would think he was cool He's as hell. He's the one that you bring home to mom. He's Dr. the Dog. <laughs> he is 5'5", five five, it says. <gasps> really? That's my height. See? He is oh. For a man, he's a little... I can't date another short, short guy after this that. This short little man is talking to the dog. Honey, get in here. He is 47 years old. I would bang him, so I wouldn't date him. But you wouldn't bang him because he is too feminine. I want him to try. Yeah, and I want to watch picture. He's like got a dog on his shoulders <laughs> for his height. Like I looked up Caesar Milan height, and if you look that up on Google, he's got like a dog on his shoulders, like riding his back. God, like they got I'm sure, and this dog is huge compared to me. <laughs> oh my gosh! For size comparison, here's a Doberman. <laughs> look at that dog can reap him. Come in here, hundred lodges. <laughs> My dad is uh, very uh, enamored with uh, Caesar Milan, uh, so. <laughs> oh, you, you dating that uh, that Caesar guy? <laughs> I mean, Your dad would be like, "Bring him in." Oh, all right. <laughs> My dad racks a shotgun because it's a whole different story now. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right. According to the Huffington Post, a cat reunites with its owner 12 years after it goes missing. This is a quote. He was just rubbing up on me like he remembered me, Frida Watson said of her long-lost pet. This reunion really was the cat's meow. Good one, Huffington. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Frida Watson's beloved cat, George, slipped out the door of a home in Winnipeg, Manitoba. 12 years ago, the Winnipeg Humane Society originally reported that the cat had been missing for 10 years, but confirmed to the Huffington Post that it had been 12 Get it right. Um, 
Watson, I just added that, Watson thought she had lost the pet forever. But on Thursday, an animal lover saw George at the street and took him to the Winnipeg Humane Society. Staff found a faded tattoo on his body. Watson no longer lived at the address listed with the tattoo, but employees were able to reach the sister-in-law who passed on the message that George was alive and well, according to UPI.com. Watson said she was shocked. I said, are you serious? I'm just going to use that voice. Watson told CBC, I couldn't sleep the night before. I was crying that night and I was crying in the morning. Um, they're not Southern. Employees told Watson and George that George hissed at them, but he was much calmer when he saw Watson for the first time in more than a decade. As I went to the kettle and pet him, he sniffed me, and all of a sudden he just was rubbing up on me and remembered me, as I just previously said. Uh, I carried him in my arms and he put both uh, paws around me and was hugging me. Uh, Watson said someone must have been taking good care of George for all these years, and she hopes to track them down to find out uh, if they'd like visitation rights. But George is truly our family, and he deserves to spend some years with us, she told CBC. He's getting old. He's going to be 14 in September. Okay, so a couple of questions. One, uh, Holly might know this. It said tattoo. The address was tattooed on a cat's body? Or is this something... uh, a pet ID kind of thing. Usually a tattoo is a pet ID. Okay. Identification sometimes that they put on uh, animals when they are spayed or neutered. Okay. But as far as this cat, I'm not sure. Well, I'm thinking, what kind of fucked up hellbilly shit is this? That's what I was thinking. Like, who tattoos a cat? Right. It seems really mean. <laughs> and, uh... And two, um... Holly, do you know, I mean, you've worked with animals, uh, not for, just from personal experience, but with, is there any textbook? Um, Sounds like Homeward Bound. Right. <laughs> but there, I've heard of this happening uh, before, but this is over a decade and this cat just came right back. Now, is there a, is there a way that the pet, excuse me, or an animal thinks that instills in them some sense? Is there a term for that? Is there a word for that? Um, what Have you heard what be, animal behaviorists have said about that? What, what is the explanation for this strange phenomena? Animals actually are good um, with situations where they know their surroundings and they are used to a certain pattern day to day. And so a lot of times they say that animals can come back to where they live because they know the area, they know where their house is. Like when I'm walking my dog and we're going actually going to turn back to go towards my house, he knows he like he's more like running towards it. He can actually lead me there. So I feel like animals have a certain sen- uh sense for that. Right. Also maybe, maybe not all animals, too, but yeah, smell and I mean, humans have that to a, to a degree. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, of course we all know where we live. But let's say, and this has happened a lot before um, and will keep happening, but uh, uh, victims with Alzheimer's, they wander off and they'll get lost for days. And then suddenly they just show up on the porch like nothing had happened. That, yeah, I just don't understand why it would be so long for him to come back, but right, I guess anything years. is possible. <laughs> um. So they said that he was 14 years old, which means he was two when he left, right? Because he was missing for 12 years. Right. So he was pretty young when he left. 
Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, the whole thing is just like, and, and that makes a question of brain development too uh, in an animal. Is it on par with uh, human beings as well? Like is a two-year-old cat like a two-year-old toddler? I'm just wondering how far he actually went, you know, travel, because that would make a huge difference too. Right. If he stayed in the area for the last 12 years and then came back, well, I mean, that's less weird than him traveling a long distance and then making his way back a long distance. Right. Maybe I'm thinking about it in those terms, like, oh, man, he must have been around the world. Because, you know, sometimes animals don't really go that far. Like, um, this lady told me a story not that long ago about her two dogs escaping and... Um, they were missing for two days. I know it was only two days compared to 12 years, but you think that w- when they're missing for two days that they would go as far as you know possible. And she ended up finding them actually not that far um, away from her neighborhood, for, and they were just hiding out for the two days hmm. in some brush, a certain area by the highway. So the uh, animals must have took shelter overnight in this um, area by her house. And uh, I told her that, that I thought that they would have went farther. And she's like, I know, but they just stayed in that area. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, they survival instincts. But what about the article? I mean, this part kind of, because <laughs> it's almost, you got to consider the source a little bit and how much they might be reading into it. It, it is the same cat. I'm I'm not questioning, but like, oh, um, at first it hissed at me, but then it it came up to me and rubbed me like it remembered me. Maybe it didn't. Maybe know, it still that doesn't. Ever- Maybe this whole story has been amplified. Maybe the cat was like, "Hey, how you doing? Do you have some food?" Not like I used to live here. I know this place. <laughs> you know, and they play like Wait, some. Who are you? Fucking Beauty Wait, and the Beast. Oh, you're my, you're my score, pastor. right? It's all enchanting, whimsical music. No! No, I was thinking, actually, when you read that, I was thinking uh, it was probably just a friendly cat anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. There's friendly cats. <laughs> That'll just go up to anybody. <laughs> I think Huffington is, like, desperate for a story right now, which... I mean, they're not, but I mean, just like, oh, let's throw this in. I like So the tattoo was not there before it left? Uh, no, it, it was, but it was, like, really faded now. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I, need, I would need, like, some pretty apparent evidence that this was still my cat. Right. It might look like your cat, but it's not always your cat. Okay, a tattoo ID microchip of in, in city of Winnipeg license can go a long way to reuniting you with your lost pet. Um, I was going to say, because if it was, like, a microchip, that's totally different because then that definitely identifies that as your animal because you can scan that microchip and get all the information. Right. Hmm. Well, hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the, the, like, after I read it, I'm just like, mm, I think they blew up the story a little bit. Like, the cat was just probably like, hey, do you have food? Do you have food? Anybody like, oh, it remembered me. Fuck that. No, I didn't. Um, <coughs> cow robots. What was that? 
cow robots. Does that terrify you? <laughs> Any robot terrifies me. You looked at me all sexily and then laughed. <laughs> sexily. You're just like, well, well I don't know. What well, I'm like, what's up your sleeve? <laughs> what, where are these cow robots? <laughs> you want to go tipping? <laughs> Uh, Why do you need cow robots? Yes, yeah, the point of like, that? What's, what's the purpose? Spe- speculate before I play this video. Just speculate. Why would cow you need robots. a cow robot? Okay, cow, female, <laughs> producing milk, pregnant. <laughs> producing what kind of milk though? Or it's a robot meat. Uh, robot meat. They know that's what I'm trying to say. It just sounds ridiculous. So, so I'm trying to fucking figure it I out. I mean, but then again, you got gen- genetically modified, you know, crabs. So and stuff they're making in these labs. So I don't know. Would it scare you to see a cow robot? <laughs> I love the silence. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what is what is one? Like, this will actually look like a real cow. Imagine what it looks like. <laughs> You're so vague. <laughs> I would Holly, imagine... there's a cow okay, robot in the I backyard. About, mm, Boom. Quick. What does it look like? It looks just like a cow because those bastards want you to believe it's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, what a- That's why they made it. Because they want to take over the world. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is just a normal cow. Nothing to see here. Well, yeah, they can be in, in giant herds, too. <laughs> Cows don't run very fast. I mean, they gallop a little bit. But <laughs> the not robot horse. cow will be running like it's <laughs> lightning speed. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> just squirting out milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drive-by cow spray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. You owe the government money, and the cow just drives by and shoots you with milk. It lifts its leg, and it's just like these bullets come out of like the udders. <laughs> Takes out a school bus. <laughs> oh man! You now weaponize this robot cow. Yep, I weaponize. Where the is robot Samuel cow. L. Jackson? I need not another oh snakes on a plane movie, but I need cows in a field. Robot cows in a field movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like, I'm seeing these motherfucking cows, robots, things <laughs> in these motherfucking fields. Where's my paycheck? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm about to show you a cow robot. Wait, what does Jess think that a, a cow robot is used for? I don't know. First, I got an image in my head of like a cow walking around with half metal parts. And then I was like, well, would it really it's look like, like that? So it like clank, 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 clank everywhere it walked. That would be awkward. <laughs> Nobody would want milk from that or meat from that. That would be awkward. <laughs> Even it's not like you're on a date. Don't look at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, you're like? a cow robot. Huh? It, would, it would probably be like a weird 3D printed like cow. Can they do that yet? Probably not yet. <laughs> but within yet? the next couple of years, probably. Um, I imagine it like I robot when Will Smith towards the end shows that he has robotic parts oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> I don't think I saw that was it like uh, his okay. penis <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, you can milk it. Was so he was like the TV robot. version did not show that, but maybe in the uh, you know triple X version uh, that you can get the DVD of. I don't know. He's probably. <laughs> He was all like, that movie ended a totally different way. (laughs) My milk does a body good. (laughs) Uh, So, cow robots. um, Yep. With the dick of Will Smith. No, Uh, no, actually, they are. um, Now, this is an older video, but they were going to use it for the military, not as a fighter cow or anything like that. Simply to carry weaponry because their weaponry is too heavy. My argument, that's what they have trucks for. But it does have sensors on it to scan for certain things. But why in the shape of a cow? I don't know. I'm going to play this video for you. That's a cardino. Hey guys, Carl Sorelli here with your Tech Hub update. Get a load of this. The Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or better known as DARPA, has come up with this thing. A robot that will carry equipment for the military. It's eerie how much this thing looks like a cow waddling along with no head. And I, for one, just start thinking about other robot creepiness. Like this. And that. And my gut reaction is I just want to smash it with a hammer. Smash that robot cow. Here's Martin Williams with more on this cow-like military robot. Your eyes aren't deceiving you. That does look like a robotic cow, but it's actually one of the latest U.S. military research projects. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency has begun a two-year experiment with the robot designed to lighten the load that soldiers carry. Modern warfare has hoisted more and more equipment on the backs of soldiers, as much as 45 kilograms, according to the U.S. Army. So the high-tech robot has been developed to help with the technology-induced problem of fatigue. Developed with Boston Dynamics, the robot has sensors that constantly scan the terrain and an advanced balance system that resists attempts to tip it over. To tip it over. It can get up on its own. To demonstrate the legged squad support system program, also called LS3, the robot was recently shown to the head of DARPA and the commandant of the U.S. Marine Corps. During the demonstration, it was controlled with the tactical robot controller, a handheld touchscreen device that can operate many of the robotic platforms used by the U.S. military. The demonstration is just the beginning. Over the next two years, researchers want to add automation modes so it can follow soldiers or make its own way to a predetermined rendezvous point. The addition of voice recognition is also a goal, although right now it remains a bit noisy due to its gasoline engine. However, the latest prototype is about ten times quieter than previous models. Martin Williams, IDG News Service. For more stories on robots, smartphones... That's just like a horse mixed with a cow is what it looked like. With no head. How are you going to have to put no head on there? (laughs) And why a cow? And and, and to them, for them to even say like, you can't even tip it. Do you think the jihad, like that's a, it's a cow. Quick, tip it. (laughs) They're not hillbillies. Nope. They're savages. They're not hillbillies. Why? None of this was explained in the video. Why a cow? <laughs> I have nothing. I honestly wonder how much money we wasted on trying to build something like that freaking stupid. Exactly. Where you could build, I don't know, more incognito like weaponry. Yeah. 
like of any sort or just it's not like it's quick build a wagon <laughs> build a wagon <laughs> we back bring to all your guns in that <laughs> yeah like it's call the truck folks because the, even the cow is that's operated so by dumb. gasoline that's dumb it's stupid that's really dumb <laughs> wake up america look at what we're spending money on we goddamn ridiculous. I now feel like we're doomed because, like, mm. <laughs> part of our weaponry is going to be cow robots. Is this like a speculative story, or is this like something that literally? No, happened? that's for okay, real. You saw I, it? Yeah, dude. no, I did see it. <laughs> I, I did see it. This was real. Thought maybe somebody had some extra money, extra time, was super bored. <laughs> oh yeah, like a, a billionaire hobbyist, right? Nope, that was like, hey, Army, I got the. Best new idea for you. Right. Nope. Cow robot to carry your weaponry around when you go into battle. Now, you know what's going to happen, right? Hmm. People are not going to get killed from war, but from cows, robot cows. Oh, because they're going to turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Bullets will come flying out of the asshole and udders of that thing. They made so it fast. so you couldn't tip it. <laughs> <laughs> The thing's indestructible. The one that's got weapons on its back. We can't even tip it. It follows you. It knows you. It sees where you are. (laughs) Brings mad cow to a whole new level. It starts tipping humans. It rolls over. (laughs) It's a roly poly. It says it can fall down and get back up real quick. Don't tip me, bro. (laughs) This is for my real cow cousins. How can it have that much weight on its back and still get up? Why, 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 why? Hey, nobody said humanity was smart, so. <laughs> but that's just ridiculous. Next, they're going to really make it, you know, milk or something. Because the soldiers need milk when they're fighting war to keep them strong. <laughs> <laughs> These were made by cajillionaire white dudes who have never is it? even set foot on a battlefield. Caller? Oh, okay. Well, we have a caller. Seven, three, four. Oh, go ahead. Hello, caller. Hello, Casey. Hey, lady friend. This it's Kirsten. Yes, Hello. it is. Hello, Kirsten. Hi. I'm calling partially because I told uh, Casey I would call in regarding how she's so, but also because I have some very serious thoughts about these militaristic robot cows. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I figured out what they kind of look like since they don't have heads. Have you played, are you familiar with um, the game Half-Life 2? Uh, I, I I haven't played it, but I'm okay. familiar. Like, if I say the word head crab, do you know what I mean? No. Say, say that word again. Head crab. Head crab? Yeah. So, if, if anybody listening or anything, um... Or who hears this later? I don't know. But um, anybody who's oh, yeah. played Half Life Two, there's these like aliens in that game, and they look very similar to the robot cows, except they're tiny and they scuttle around and they jump on you. Um, <laughs> and that's basically what these look like. <laughs> that's what we're looking and, at now. Yeah. Ooh, that's really scary. It's creepy. Yeah. 
So like giant robot versions of that. Also, I feel like they installed the, like they, they made them unable to tip over not so much for the enemy, but for any, like, drunk soldiers who decided they were going to go cow tipping one night. <laughs> what a piece like, of the homeland. Let's, let's be real. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, but, I don't know, whoever, and, and somebody probably started referring to it as a cow, like, because they were, like, squinting in the dark with their head turned to the side and they thought it might it vaguely resembled a cow honestly so they probably did not intentionally try to make it look like a cow somebody just deemed it that along the way probably i mean because mosey machine have... didn't sound that appealing so we'll go with robot cow uh, yeah, sure yeah like beast of burden, militaristic beast of burden. Beast of burden. I sound. like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, there's that. But the robot cow works too, I guess. <laughs> but they, I mean, robot cow kind of like tricks people into thinking that it's less intimidating than it is. Because, I mean, when you were talking about what do you think of when you hear robot cow earlier, I was thinking like basically like a terminator skeleton mm-hmm. but like as a cow right with like little red glowy eyes and little red glowy udders so <laughs> right yeah right and i Not- think uh yeah what do they look like at night because uh so they can see them oh yeah night vision we they now switch vision? live to cow cam <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's that I think that wins for the most ridiculous thing I've heard all day, and I've been teaching children all day. Well, you so. are welcome. <laughs> yeah, so, we never hooray. we never failed to deliver. So awesome. Oh man. <sighs> so I'm just gonna have like yeah, I just wanted to cow sneak attack. You go to the bathroom because it follows you, trying to you know shit in the woods. Do, the, do those things have like <laughs> stealth mechanisms or something? What? Are those things like, like stealthy? Are they quiet or are they like, they look like they'd be crazy loud. Right. Clank, 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 clank. Yeah. It'd be really creepy if they were super quiet. And they'd be like, oh, if they were quiet, if they were quiet and fast, I would cry. <laughs> you just, you so, like look out over the field and all of a sudden like 20 of them rise up from the wheat like. It would it would literally be just giant no. versions of the head crab from Half Life Two, like oh that looked like demonic Thanksgiving turkeys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Mm-mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Not my nope. time. Not my money. <laughs> Hashtag nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, so anyway. Wake up, America. Yep. So how long ago was that? Uh, that was actually uh, three years ago. So, so we... Yeah, they're probably still working on it, which is probably like super robotic, muscular cows just like running through... <laughs> yeah, that was in 2014. The same year that a Spanish website, or Mexican or Spanish website, published an article saying that Cesar Milan had died. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. <laughs> There was a uh, so good call. 
I know you called in really just to tell us if you'd sleep with Caesar Milan or not. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a hard no. Oh really? A um, hard no, damn yeah. girl. <laughs> Why? Actually, no. It's a hard maybe. A hard um, maybe. Extreme moderate. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the the funny thing about the uh, I, I as soon as you guys were talking about Cesar Milan, I looked him up and. Um, just to see if there was any, and one of the first things that pops up when you just Google his name is Cesar Milan dead. And so in like 2014, this like Spanish language satiric um, news website. So I guess they're supposed to be like the Spanish language version of the onion published an article saying that he died, but in the translated version, it doesn't read like satire at all. It just reads like a like an obit or just like a, like a death announcement. Right, like no and, funny at all. Yeah. So like then they were all like, oh, well, people people shouldn't have taken it so seriously because it was on a satiric website. Well, not not when it actually reads like something that actually happened. Like it was just that he like died of a heart attack and like his wife made an announcement and. And it talked about like his foundation that he's a part of and whatever and yeah it was that's not it was funny weird. at all. Please don't tell me there's no. a conspiracy theory with Caesar Milan where he actually died 15 years ago, and they replaced him with a guy that looks like <laughs> <laughs> not not my Caesar because <laughs> the dogs still need to be like trained. <laughs> you know, at the height of his career, he died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, I, I just found an update on our cow robots. Uh, actually, robotic cows and drone vehicles are patrolling jungles with Marines. So, what? Yeah. And That's it's, happening? Yep. Look, look at this. What the hell, America? Yeah, Washington Post. And it, it's pretty much... A, <laughs> it looks like a photo shoot. <laughs> like... It does. Model cow. We'll, we'll post this on, <laughs> on the website. Um, Model cow. But uh, yeah, according to uh, the Washington Post. Uh, whoops. I, I totally messed that up. Okay. Um, it's a postcard. It's like, wish you were here. <laughs> <laughs> more than 1,000 U.S. Marines are participating in the rim of the Pacific um, military exercises in and around Hawaii this month as 49 ships and six submarines uh as 49, yeah, excuse me, ships and six submarines from 23 countries test a variety of equipment and how to integrate it. It's the robot on shore, however, that is getting the in, inordinate, excuse me, I can't even talk, amount of buzz because of its funny looks um, and potential utility to U.S. troops uh, pulling foot patrols. Um, meet the Legged Squad Support System, or LS3. So we're not calling it Robot Cow anymore. So, no. um, you can carry as much as that would be too weird, right? It can carry as much as 400 pounds of equipment and enough fuel to walk uh 20 miles over 24 hours. Okay, so well, I, I'm starting to get a clearer picture, I'm starting to understand. Plus, if they made them a lot more quieter, it's not it's better than a vehicle. Plus, you know, when you're in a vehicle, it's you know, more often than not, you're inside. Uh, a cab or you only have like you know I mean you do have like kind of a worm's eye view of snipers from the top but I mean if you're in a jungle you're not going to take you know the um, the SUV you know through the trees and whatnot and get stuck but you have this 
giant robot cow, which I get now. I'm starting, it's starting to see a clearer picture that's quieter, can carry 400 pounds of equipment, uh, enough equipment to just blow you the fuck away. So um, I'm getting it now. But before, that was a horrible video. <laughs> yeah. Very, that makes more sense. Right. That makes, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Just, you know. So creepy. Can you come up with like yeah. your own animal, like create like a fake robot animal to like carry it? Could you imagine if it was a spider? No. Nope. Definitely not. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. I want a robot kangaroo because then you can just hop around in its pocket. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Clank. Done. Wee. Clank. Wee. <laughs> Clank. <laughs> That would be awesome. Stomp the fuck. Anyway, just wanted to call in and say hey. Now, we, I'm going to, I'm telling Holly about this right now. Um, (laughs) She has a slew of Titanic conspiracy theories that she would like to share with us one day on the show. Would that be cool? Yeah, I think that'd be really sweet. Come on down! (laughs) (laughs) There's like... There are entirely too many Titanic conspiracy theories and like things. There's like some. There's a handful of documentaries too about it. So. Now, my boyfriend loves yep. the um, the lore of um, the Titanic, but now we watched oh, something. Like right. <laughs> we watched something the other day where it was said that there was a fire in the boiler room first that weakened the metal on the outside, so there were already pockets of metal that were thinning around um the metal where the iceberg had impacted. So it was right. already like super thin there. I mean the ship was already sinking before impact. Right. There's there's that, but there's also I mean fires happened on ships all the time. Okay. Um and so that's one theory and that um there's a lot of people nowadays who are who are going with that as sort of like the main I guess reason why the 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 hit was so impactful, but but you're not I buying mean, it. Frankly, I don't know that I buy that necessarily. I mean, it it might have had an impact, but frankly, um, I mean, they knew once they had hit once they had hit, they knew um, pretty much right away that if they had just hit it right like dead on, then they would have taken some damage, but they would have survived. So right now, um, I am preparing to audition for um, Titanic the musical which uh, at a at a community theater in the area actually funny about a year before the movie and it won the Tony six months before the movie came out nice um, so and it has literally nothing no major you know none of the subplots have anything to do with the movie there's a lot of real characters in it and everything and so I you know in true Kirsten fashion kind of like went overboard and obsessed with it and right now I know way too much about the lifeboats <laughs> nice. so um, kind of been obsessing over the lifeboats and everything so there's that um, there's conspiracy theories about um, like that it was sunk on purpose or was it even the real Titanic whoa um, yeah was it swapped out for a different ship all that kind of stuff so crazy and there's a couple other things like the boiler room and a couple other theories so well, i'm yeah, looking can, forward to diving that. into that with you uh probably about <laughs> diving oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 
no, 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 man. I'm taking credit. I totally meant that. <laughs> for I am the Punisher. Um, no, hilarious. You know, um, so, uh, yeah, probably about two weeks out. Uh, nudge me, though, because I forget everything. Um, and oh, yeah. good luck. At the audition, who is it for? What what community theater? Uh, it's with Avon Players in Rochester. Nice. Very nice. So, yeah. So, I'll let you know. If I, but I'll know by the time that your next show happens if I got it or not. So, because auditions are on Sunday and Monday of this week. Very cool. And then we can advertise for it, too. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Lady right. Friends, for calling. And uh, we will talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. I think we should maybe break. go to a break, yeah? Yeah. When we come back, more animal craziness. <laughs> Watch this gone wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was singing some Morrissey, the first of the gang to die. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, my good friend, our good friend, James Jaskolski. I love Morrissey, and I love James. Yeah, two of the greatest what's things up, ever. What's been James... Oh, I can't even talk. What has what's James been, been up James to? been into? <laughs> what's up, James? I don't know. I want to call him right now. I kind of do. Call him. Should I? He's probably sleeping. Wake your ass up! What time is it? 10 o'clock. Uh, in, in Chicago, though. I don't know. I don't want to do that to him. Because then he... What if he gets on the phone and says something wildly inappropriate? Like, we don't say wildly inappropriate <laughs> things anyway, but... Wildly inappropriate? I don't know. He'll be like, oh, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> um, but, uh... When's the last time we talked to him? It's been a minute. You know, I should call him tomorrow. I'm a horrible friend. <laughs> really am. Life happens. So, uh... Good old NPR. I love NPR. Um, in search for cures, scientists create embryos that are both human uh, and animal. A handful of scientists around the United States are trying to do something that some people find disturbing. Make embryos that are part human, part animal. Uh, the researchers hope these embryos, known as chimeras, could uh, could eventually sit, help save uh, lives with a wide range of diseases. So basically, I'm going to stop right there. So basically, you're making a species mutt. Yep. Because, as we all know, mutts, you know, they're usually bred, you know, the the disease has been bred out of them, uh, you know, genetically, and uh, that's why most people prefer a mutt. But anyways, so that's, that's weird right off the jump. Um, one way would be to use chimera embryos to create better animal models to study, to study how human diseases happen and how they progress. Perhaps the boldest hope is to create farm animals that have human organs that could be transplanted into terminally ill patients. Hmm. But some scientists and bioethicists uh, worry about the creation of these interspecies embryos crossing the line. You're getting into unsettling ground that I think is damaging to our sense of humanity, says Stuart Newman, a professor of cell biology and anatomy at the New York Medical College. The ex- experiments are so sensitive that the National Institutes of Health has imposed a mortuarium on funding them while officials uh, explore the ethical issue they raise. Nevertheless, a small number of researchers are pursuing the work with alternative funding. They hope the results will persuade the NIH to lift the 
mort excuse me moratorium um, which of course is, is sort of like a, a ban. Uh, we're not trying to make a chimera just because we want to see some kind of monstrous creature, says Pablo Ross, a reproductive biologist at the University of California. Uh, we're doing this for a medical purpose. Uh, recently, Ross agreed to let me visit his lab for an unusual look at his research. During the visit, Ross demonstrated how he is trying to create a pancreas that theoretically could be transplanted into a patient with diabetes. The first step involves using new gene editing techniques to remove the gene that pig embryos need to make a pancreas. Working under an elaborate microscope, Ross makes a small hole in the embryo's outer membrane with a laser. Next, he injects uh, a molecule synthesized um, in the laboratory to home in on and delete the pancreas gene inside. Uh, After the embryos have had their DNA edited, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so... Basically, let's go back to what they said about creating a farm, a freak farm like this. Because at first I'm like, whatever you got to do to save the human race is great. You know, think of like people no longer have to wait on organ waiting lists and so on and so forth. forth. But then you think about the animal rights part of it and you're just like, "What, what have you created? You know what I mean? Would it... Because obviously... And for me to go on and say, well, you're making these beings for the slaughter. Well, I eat beef. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm, I have mixed feelings. Just like you said, if it could benefit a lot of people... Because so many people died being on the waiting list for organs and or know that you're, they're never going to get, you know, what they need. So, I don't know. I feel I feel indifferent. But when you're eating meat, at least you knew that it lived for a certain period of time. Right. And the thing is, too, if let's if some people just lean on that. You know, oh, I can live a bad lifestyle now that organs are so accessible. They'll just plant, transplant another one in me. You know, kind of like people who abuse abortions. You know, like, oh, I'm just going to go get another oh, yeah. abortion. It's like if there's no consequences for any of their actions, and then, of course, you're going to run wild and do whatever you want to. Exactly. But then again, I could say, damn, you know, who are you to give such a harsh consequence? Well, some people need it. They've I got know, a doll that had five abortions. That's Jeez, excessive. Come and on. she's got like three kids. Like you're the most fertile per- person on the planet. Why didn't you get birth control? Honestly, <laughs> that's yeah. So, where do you stand? Pretty valid that? point. I mean, my <clears throat> my sister had a heart transplant, and thank God, like it worked out for her. Um, I just. I mean, even just having a human heart transplant, like, there's so many, like, I don't think people, well, okay, honestly, unless you know somebody that's had one and all the struggles that goes on after, for them personally, like, I can't imagine how they could make an animal, like, I don't know, say heart or whatever work in a human because you're... uh, how easy it is for people to reject organs from actual humans is so high that 
I don't know. Well, let, let me... It's it's not an animal rights thing. I mean, we're humans. We, like, slaughter, you know, cows and pigs and whatever. And we're like, oh, my God, bacon and mm-hmm. steak and whatever. So clearly in America, we don't care too much about that. But at the same point, it's also... It, it just seems unfathomable to me, I guess, that an actual, like, I guess, hybrid of a, I don't know, whatever they're using, but was it cow, pig, whatever, whatever animal they're using mm-hmm. would actually work out well in a human. So imagine this, though. I'm going to give you a visual, both of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, say me, for instance. Okay, you're looking at a being, a human being. yeah. And then I happen to have both human and cow parts. Right. And I have just been bred for death. And I am in a farmhouse. And I'm standing there in a farmhouse, bred for my organs. Oh, wait, they're breeding human. They're trying to. Well, they're mixing human DNA to get human. No, I'm not okay with that. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, it's a freak show, isn't it? It is. And it's also, okay, well, you're going to breed a half human to save a human. Like, where's that line on human rights? You know what I'm saying? Now you got both territories, human rights and animal rights, you're both violating. Right, exactly. So, no, that I'm not okay with. I mean, I think that humans, obviously, we try to play God and save our own, which is, you know, that's what we're up to do. And that's that's fine. That's good. I'm thankful my sister's alive. But at the same point, I don't want some half human or 70 percent human to die to, like, save me because I need a heart transplant. That's just and for them to be bred for that that sole reason, like they're still human. If you use human DNA, they're still human. So to me, no, that's you're taking it too far than trying to play God. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it sounds like a horror movie. Yep. <clears throat> I'm trying to even understand how that was would even be possible. To splice uh, human DNA with animal DNA? I mean, I I get it, but... I mean, I guess if they did it with gorillas or monkeys, it really wouldn't be too far-fetched because we're not that far removed from them. Like, granted, removed, but there's a lot of similar, you know... I think they have the same concerns because they said another concern is that the stem cells could form human sperm and human eggs in the chimeras. So um, if a male chimeric pig mated with a female chimeric pig, the result could be a human fetus developing in the uterus of that female chimera. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't it be? It's it's part human DNA. So, so. a pig giving birth to a human. Jesus. And does that Science human come out with pig parts? Far. Right, exactly. Now enter the twilight zone. And we just went down the rabbit hole, folks. Uh-huh. And, then the, and then from there, a human could have a pig baby. <laughs> right. Because one of the concerns that a lot of people have is that there's something uh, uh, sacrosanct about uh, what it means to be human expressed in our DNA. And that by inserting that into other animals and giving those animals potentially some sort of capacities of humans, um, this could be kind of a violation and kind of maybe even playing God. Yeah, it's 
to me, it's like a full-on violation. You're breeding a part human to save a human. It's still a human. You're killing the human and literally just, you know, I mean, how many shows are there, like, about people, like, breeding even AI or whatever? What was it, Westworld or whatever, where they're not really people, but then you watch a show and you're like, God, they kind of are like people, but not like people. So you, like, want them to live. But yeah, no, that's that's just sick to me. Like stem cell research, that's great if you can find cures from humans for humans, and you know you're using a fetus that was you know aborted or whatever to save a human life. That's fine, but you know you start breeding part humans, save humans, and that's just there's so many levels of wrong with that to me. Like it's it's kind of sick, right? How would you feel about having a animal organ in you that would creep me out yeah that's another thing too and would it would it drive with the rest of your human organs how are they to know that are they going to an experiment on a human yeah that's exactly what they'll end up human doing testing? that's yeah absolutely you would have to because there's no other way to possibly test that You'd what they be. would do is take somebody who was in desperate need and be like, right. you have this new thing and was you way just have down to sign list. it over and let us, you know, oh. do this new no. technology on you. Um, so there's actually been some breaking news that I just found out and I've been wanting to find out for a long time. And I was just looking up recently. If you wouldn't mind if I changed the subject for a minute and shared it because it's a big deal. Nope. moving on (laughs) actually today family says Otto Warmbier of the American who was arrested in North Korea and sent to that camp well I guess North Korea did release him but he has died Uh, do you remember that story where this Mm. this guy he stole uh, he was a student studying abroad in North Korea, of all places, and stole a political campaign sign. And they caught him on camera. And Americans are always dispar- dis- discouraged from um, traveling anywhere in North Korea because of their harsh penalties. He was sent to a death camp for that. Dang. Yeah. And I remember watching that, and he gave the speech about he just weeping how sorry he is. Please let me go. Fuck no. Yeah, they don't care. He was there for a year, and I, I kept looking. I'm like, what? Like, God, come on, man. North Korea? You went to North Korea? Yeah, of all places in the world, why would you go there? Exactly. Oh my God. So many other countries and places you could have gone to to study abroad. What could you possibly even learn in North Korea? Do they have education systems there? What's that? (laughs) And then you steal something. Right. Yeah, that was was stupid. But I mean, he was stealing it for his his buddy back home. He was like, oh, I need you to steal this for me. Man, that buddy probably feels like crap now. Yeah, right. Oh, I know. (laughs) Otto Warmbier, a U.S. citizen who was freed last week after more than a year in North Korea, detention has died. Doctors who examined him after his return um, said he had extensive loss of tissue in all parts of his brain. He was starved. Uh, Warmbier, 22, 
22 years old, Jesus. had been in a coma since coming home from the United States last week. His parents, Fred and Cinda Warmbier, uh, said in a statement that their son died on Monday afternoon. Unfortunately, the, the awful, torturous mistreatment of our son received at the hands of North Koreans ensured that no other outcome was possible beyond the sad, the sad one we experienced today. Um, when Otto returned to Cincinnati late on June 13th, he was unable to speak, unable to see, and unable to react to verbal commands. He looked very uncomfortable, almost anguished, the family said. Although we would never hear his voice again within a day, uh, the countenance of his face changed. He was at peace. Um, they added, he was home, and we believe he could sense that. On Thursday, as the two... The two-way reported uh, Daniel Cantor of the University of Cincinnati Health told reporters that Warmbier was suspended in the state of unresponsive wakefulness. Uh, here's more. Cantor and his colleagues say they found no evidence that Warmbier, who uh, has demonstrated no awareness of his surroundings, suffered the effect of botulism, uh, a finding that appears to contradict the explanation offered by his North Korean captors. Authorities there have uh, said Warmbier fell into a coma after contracting botulism and uh, taking a sleeping pill. Um, he was uh, the University of Virginia student was arrested um, in January 2016, and as we have reported, was accused of trying to steal a propaganda poster for an employee um, for an employee area of his hotel. Uh, he was swiftly sentenced to 15 years in prison and hard labor. His medical condition was a surprise to U.S. officials and his family who were told about it earlier this month. It's not clear <clears throat> how long he had been in a coma or what triggered it, though doctors said they did not find any signs of physical trauma. Um, yet President Trump offered his condolences to the Warrior family in a statement saying that Otto's fate deepens my administration's determination to present to prevent such tragedies from befalling innocent people at the hands of regimes that do not respect the rule of law or basic human decency. Um, yeah, I remember that last February. That sucked watching that. That's horrible. They basically just <clears throat> slowly over a period of time, what a, a year you're saying, basically just long term pretty much starved him to death. Yep. So that he will be worthless. So they could teeter the line of, okay, well, we didn't really kill him. We sent him back to you so you can't come over here and fight us for killing one of your citizens. But we're still going to punish him to the point of death by starving him almost completely to death and to complete and utter, well. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. I would have rather you kill him. Yeah, just shoot me in the head. Don't like torture me and starve me to death for a prolonged period to where I no longer have motor skills or muscle tissue or, you know, ugh, no. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like I'm, I'm talking last week. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, he's probably dead. You know, we're never going to get him back because he's dead. So he was 22 when he died. Yeah. So the he was like 21 when he committed the crime. No, actually, oh, I'm sorry. He was 22 <clears throat> when he committed the crime. That was just last February. So he's probably you know, 23 when he died. Just a kid. Yep. Just a kid. It's all stupid sign. People, don't travel in North Korea. Seriously. Like, how fucking stupid are horrible. you? They're horrible. Their own people. Why would they be kind to anybody else that was in their country? Uh, no, that is not a place that I would like go to vacation to or study at or visit 
I'm not saying this guy got what he deserved. That's horrible, inhumane, and downright disgusting. But it's North Korea. That's awful. And there was nothing the the United States could do. I mean, I mean, they had people trying. Right. You know, but nope. You can't really negotiate with a dictator. <laughs> right, exactly. So. That's a no-go. Yeah. Well, I wonder what he was studying over there. <clears throat> How to be a fucking idiot. The shame of his parents. Come on, you let your kid go to North Korea? Are you that fucking stupid? All the places in the world, like North Korea, I would just like drug my kid and lock them in the basement until like their plane ticket was gone <laughs> and they couldn't go. There's no way. No way. All the horror stories of just how uh, Kim Jong-un, is that his name? Yep. How his people are treated that actually live in that country. Like, why would they treat anybody outside of that country that came in in any fair or humane way whatsoever when they're so inhumane to their own people? Um. You guys saw that uh, video that was uh, circulating around Facebook about the girl talking about North Korea, escaping North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. And they I were cried. armed yeah. with knives ready to kill themselves yeah. if they were caught. She's like probably thinking, what the hell are you doing over there? I was, you know, fighting for... They were ready to kill themselves, yeah, if, if they were found. Right. If they had to go back, yeah. People are are willing to kill themselves to get out. <laughs> Your yeah. dumbass is trying to get in. Mm-hmm. Come on, folks. Anyway, use um, common sense. Well, not know. that this is okay or it's you know his fault that you know they that's, tortured that's okay. him. A lot of people were like, "You dumbass!" Blah blah blah. Yeah, it was stupid. It was really dumb. But um, we all did dumb shit when we were twenty-two. Right. Exactly. So. uh Rest in peace. Shit. Anyway, so those are breaking news here on the watch list. But um, but yeah. So imagine having that chimera like pig organ inside of you, and you don't know if it would sync well with other organs. How would you test for that? Like you guys were saying, you'd have to be um, stone like stone cold desperate like you'd have to be in your deathbed to be like okay I'll give this a shot makes me think of the twilight zone when uh there was this episode where I'm trying to remember exactly how it was but I don't I don't know if it was like an organ transplant or anything like that but the guy had something with him where he he could uh heal himself and then he could not die even if he wanted to and that's and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I think about organs from animals and how foreign that seems to me and how I wonder if the, because I even think about this with humans, with organs, I know it's not like a brain or anything like that, so it's not, you know, thought process, or, but how much that could change your body and could that affect you? Like, 
even on a mental level? I don't know. Well, you're still mixing DNA when you think about it because that other person's DNA is transplanted into your body. So my sister's really cranky for a little bit after she got her heart transplanted. I'm like, maybe she got an evil person's heart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to tell her that, though. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like that... um, do you remember that movie Untamed Hearts with Christian Slater? Yeah, and he's in monkey heart or whatever. That man's got eight pots. <laughs> <laughs> he had like an ape's heart, or that's what the nun told him. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, right now, just for like knowing the experience she had and all the anti-rejection meds she's on, and steroids, and this and that, and it gives you tremors, and I mean. It is a lifetime process until, you know, Damn. it gives out 10 to 15 years later. And then you're lucky if you get, you know, 15 out of it. Really? Afterward. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm so confused on how they could even be trying to attempt science like this. When if you don't have somebody who's like a perfect match for you, like your body is going to reject it and you're going to die. And there's people that they say, okay, well, then the first year, like, if nothing happens, and after that, anti-rejection-wise, like, well, rejection-wise, like, you're good. But she knew a girl that passed away, like, a year and a month after getting a human heart. So I just, I, I really, it doesn't even, I can't even fathom how mixing animal DNA with human DNA and then transplanting that into a human, how that would work just because of everything that I've, like, experience in the last few years and everything that I understand about, you know, uh, um, getting, you know, organs transplanted. Like, it it just doesn't make any sense to me. This is probably a dumb question, but that could work. um, I know nothing about organ transplant. And to be considered, do you have to be the same blood type? Because obviously organs, you know, filter blood. Okay. Yep. So how are they doing that with animals? Right. That's, you know, there's so many variables in there. Like you have to have, you know, same blood type, like same. Okay. So she may at one point need a kidney transplant. And a few years ago, I was like, oh, well, I'll give up one of mine because you only need one. And then I'm like, oh, I drink. So I don't know how that would work. And they're probably not that great anyway. So you probably don't want it. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, there's a really high rejection rate. Like, you have to meet so much criteria to be similar so that your body won't reject it out. So you have to have, like, similar, well, the same, you know, blood type, like, similar types of DNA, obviously not the same, but some genetic markers have to be the same for your body to actually accept it and keep it without it rejecting it so i just because um in school we went over blood typing with cats and dogs because obviously that's something that we we would have to do um in a hospital Mm -hmm. setting is blood transfusions and and you you need to know what meshes with what but it's a lot different it's not you know it's not like regular human blood where it has the you know a certain set uh like we do it has their own individual types and so that's what i'm trying to think is unless there's some animal i don't even know about that they're doing this with that has similar i mean they're doing this with monkeys or are they that's i was thinking like what about monkeys gorillas because they are so similar yeah because that's the only thing i could really think of 
I guess that would make sense. Probably monkeys have certain, you know, blood types just like we do. I don't know if they're the same. I would think if so, the American Red Cross wouldn't be emailing me like every other week asking for my blood, you know, because I have that one that can give to everybody. I don't remember which one that is, but you probably know. Well, uh, you know what? I can't even think of it right now. But um, they're like, come in for the experimental surgery. We replace <laughs> your your DNA with the animal's DNA. Yeah, right. They're probably gonna have those banks now, where it's like, here, have a centaur kidney. Come in, and if you donate part of your DNA, we'll give you a cookie. Right. <laughs> Weird. It's fifty dollars. There's so like it's not even ethical questions in terms of Christianity or you know none of that stuff. Yeah, or it's humanity. Just like, is this it's it's the humanity? It's just like is this right or is this wrong? Is it is this too? Because where like we always say, where do you draw the line? Instead of your sperm Here. going to some person that you have no idea if you were to donate your sperm to a sperm bank, mm-hmm. uh, it would be like what kind of monkey baby is out there of mine right exactly <laughs> but they don't get to live right because they execute them yeah, to like, like can i just see a picture of what my monkey organs. baby would look like <laughs> your badass kid looks like a monkey <laughs> um just imagine people being like no don't i i want to back out now i want to keep it <laughs> or then you've got like a talking gorilla chick we're talking plain okay this is how this is how the Simeon Uprise will start. This is how you get Planet of the Apes, which I'm not totally against, except <laughs> <laughs> except for the lobotomized. There's always that one bad apple in there, Casey, though. And right. Starts, what's that? Uh, Who starts yeah, talking about? Planet of the Apes, yeah, that you're talking about where the, the newer movie where it was like, uh, yeah, um, where they broke free and they were, uh, I don't know, never mind. She's looking at me. I was gonna say that's a that's a um, battle for Planet of the Apes or a conquest, but uh, you're you're gonna get that when the ones they start talking about lobotomizing and enslaving human beings. That's where I draw the line. I can live in peace with Zira, Cornelius, and the whole gang, but you know Zira and Cornelius are like, we are having a hard time having a baby, and we would like to adopt this human baby, like. You are going to get Planet of the Apes. So if you are against the Simeon Uprise, um, these cats' ideals are not for you. Yeah. Well, that and honestly, like, my sister was freaked out enough about getting another human's heart. Like, now you're getting, like, a human-animal heart, and that's just weirder. (laughs) That's just more weird. Right. And creepy. And to know that, like, that thing was harvested just for you to live. Like, not harvested, but actually created. Right. All of a sudden, one night or day, uh. you wake up and you're in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. All of a sudden, I'm sitting here. And then it just... Oh, my gosh. You know what this is? What's what? that one movie that I told you about? The That the guy, um, he experimented with the... Um, you experimenting with hallucinate uh, hallucinatory drugs. Oh, is that the one and you were here for that one? In the chamber. He kept himself in the chamber and he was doing testing on himself. I oh, thought you where he t- took a bunch of acid? 
Yeah, I was um, thinking of that where he started like running miles. No, no, through not the that woods. guy, oh. but that that I think I had talked about this movie. Oh shoot, now I need to look it up. But in this movie, he um, did this testing on himself, and he wanted to see how his body would react. Well, in this movie, he ends up at the. I'm giving away the movie, so sorry. But at the end, he uh, because he slowly starts turning into something, and it's building up to this, and then he. He turns into like uh it looks like a monkey almost. He's like part human, part monkey, and then he escapes out of his uh lab and then he runs towards the zoo where the monkey exhibit is and he you know, goes in there. But this is what, <laughs> this is what it's making me think of. But you half know human, what? half have monkey and then you're like you're like a forget who you are for a minute and oh yeah go off it, full on like, monkey yeah and then you turn into <laughs> like your monkey instinct side comes out hopefully in bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then he wanted to kill too his like instinct was to kill and eat meat mm. like humans like humans he was killing other animals well huh yeah no could you imagine uh, uh, just sitting here, like in this silence, chilling all of a sudden, I'm like, fling <laughs> my poop <laughs> <laughs> for no reason? <laughs> yeah, I would never go visit Jacqueline. She would have gotten like a half human, half monkey. I would never heart. go visit her. <laughs> no, she'd be throwing shit at me all the time. She'd be like, it's not my fault. It's part. She, of my, it's part of my monkey heart. <laughs> she throws enough shit at me anyway. <laughs> I went to the zoo with Jason and uh, he uh, we were watching through a window and there's this monkey laying inside and it is reaching back to its asshole, <laughs> grabbing the poo out of its butt and oh, eating you it. Tell me about that. Oh, I, I did not evolve from that. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I don't understand why people get spider monkeys. I had a friend that years ago had one. They're all cute. And then they like start jacking off on people and like throwing their poop at you and you're like what in the hell girl I know <laughs> worst animal like, ever. I'm gonna get my uh, daughter a uh, graduation gift I'm gonna get her a monkey Good oh yeah that. that's right and then uh, They're I told her that that is the most horrible idea I've ever heard that I am terrified of monkeys and have you ever seen too many uh, shows where people had monkeys and it was the best experience ever no nope haven't <laughs> nope and monkeys live a long time, so once you have a monkey, you're committed for life. And uh, you either love it so or shoot it. She, <laughs> she was like, "I found these monkeys, uh, and I found them online, but I can't see them in person. They're going to be shipped to me." But the lady told me that if I buy one, I have to buy two of them because they come in pairs. I go, what? Oh, Lord, "Are you no. freaking kidding? No, back out of this <laughs> now!" You, I was like, plus. Buying your kid a monkey is the worst idea ever. No, like buying your kid any kind of animal is the worst idea ever because once that kid goes away to college, mm. you get stuck with it. So you want two monkeys on your back for the rest of your life? Throwing <laughs> shit at you and jacking off all over your if kitchen? If you're lucky, no. because if you're they lucky. might kill you. <laughs> if you're lucky. I was thinking they're going to kill you. I mean, you eating shit, that's probably the best experience. <laughs> Oh my god! So, so what have luckily we she uh, she turned it around. Sick with dogs and cats. Like, no, I realized that I was out of my mind for two minutes. 
<laughs> what the fuck's wrong with goldfish? Come on, folks. <laughs> like, I know people want to give their kids everything, but don't buy monkeys. Right. Yeah. Monkeys belong in the wild. Right. Come Other on. lesson today was stop mixing human DNA with animal DNA. What the hell are you doing? Like, right. you know, if you want to come up with like some super virus fixer thingy, you know, mix human DNA. That's that's why they're they donate aborted babies. Yeah, weren't we were gonna clones for that? Yeah, I don't know. And then what happened with that? You don't hear about cloning much anymore. That's because they already did it. Did you know I'm a clone? I'm just kidding. If I was, I wouldn't tell you. How about we focus all our man? <laughs> I want to be allowed to I like, tell you. If it was, I wouldn't tell you. Okay, bye. <laughs> what? How about we focus all our manpower on one thing at a time? Like, let's cure cancer. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's, you know, get rid of STDs, like HIV. Holly just wants to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up with that. <laughs> My monkey instincts are telling me to hump everything in sight. <laughs> you know, if, like, if there was no way of ever getting STDs from anyone because they, like, there was nothing that ever existed like that, then people would just be, like, going ape shit. Oh, my God. People would be banging everything that yeah. walked. Guys and girls, there would be, like, no, a whore wouldn't be offensive term anymore. I'd be like, ah, oh, thanks, you know, because <laughs> right. everybody would be banging everybody. You were well-versed in the craft. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we do have monkey instincts. <laughs> you and me, baby, ain't Someone but once mammals. told me that. <laughs> Isn't that rabbit instincts? They, like, bang all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Someone once said to me, Holly, humans are animals and we were not meant to be monogamous. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. maybe, but I'm super jealous. So if I like right. went home right now and there was somebody <laughs> in Chris's bed, like I'd beat the brakes off that bitch it, and throw out my front door. And then I'd beat him up. There's a quite a few and animals. And I called Dave to bail me out of jail. There's actually <laughs> quite a few animals that are monogamous. So are there? Beat. Penguins? Yeah. Penguins, are, aren't they? Yeah. Some animals only mate with one uh, an- other animal for life. So he was just looking for an excuse to fuck around. <laughs> Casey's getting pissed. She's like, call that man up right now. I think I'm mad at myself for being so easily led. <laughs> Casey's like, just, in the beginning of this, she's like, kind heart. yeah, we're not meant to be monogamous, I guess, because we are wild animals at heart. Wait, no. No! <laughs> Polyamory is the way of life. No, it's not. That's just another asshole. Penguins only have one mate. Right? I think they do. Yep. I think so. And maybe, something else, too. And maybe otters, I think, see otters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking was otters. Penguins the one that oh, they, they hold, hold hands. hands in their own yeah, they cuddle. They hold hands. I saw a Facebook video the other day, and I was like, oh my god, that's so cute. You so said they don't float away from each other? <laughs> See, yeah. that's love. We're like, stop using animals as your excuse to cheat. Right. <laughs> then we have all these douchebag guys, and they're like, no, polyamory is the way of life. No, it's not. My wild monkey side in me told me I needed to go cheat tonight, <laughs> so I must follow the call of the wild. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm only a man. <laughs> I'm only okay. Man. I'm only someone who's going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> only. Seriously. But do 
animals get jealous of other animals though well if you think about like gorillas they and fight stuff yeah they the fight women. they fight yeah. for the women yeah yeah ooh, ooh, ooh. that means <laughs> that means you're mine <laughs> you mine comma bitch <laughs> that was great comma <laughs> comma <laughs> we didn't hear the comma part <laughs> I just made a comma symbol. <laughs> Whatever that is, I just drew it with my finger. <laughs> so I'm like the tool man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim Allen. Perfect, perfect, uh, perfect case right there. He's he's pretty. <laughs> He's brave. I don't want to think about him fucking everything in sight, though. I'd rather have somebody. Would you have sex Allen. with Tim Allen? No. God Would no. You? Sorry, I just like busted your eardrums. I don't think about it. <laughs> oh my god. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'll tear up a home improvement mirror. I mean, you gotta but... think about. It. He's like pure Michigan. <laughs> That's what I'm he, like, I want a pure Michigan. That's, that's what he says when he nuts. <laughs> <laughs> pure Michigan. <laughs> He's very seductive in those commercials. Pure Michigan. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I've seen one of these commercials, but you, you better believe your ass. I'm going it's home a, and Googling it's a radio commercial. Oh, okay. You've never heard the pure Michigan radio commercial? No. He gives good radio. Casey, play He gives it. good radio. He gives good radio. I'm going to look this up. I give good radio. Girl, <laughs> he is the he's you know Michigan's boy, um, and he the pure Michigan spokesman. Yep, he does uh, you know because he's a, got a great speaking voice. Um, let's see. Wait a minute, I didn't know that was his voice. So all of the pure Michigan commercials he's done. Oh yeah, so you have seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, here's so here's one. He does sound sexy in him now that I think about it. Yeah. The perfect summer has a voice. Yep. If we listen close enough, we can hear it. Oh, yeah. It whispers <laughs> one more game, one more swim, one more round. One more round, yeah. One more round. cool nights, murmuring one more log, one more marshmallow, one more walk along the shore. Right where now. The perfect summer is waiting. The perfect summer is pure Michigan. Perfect summer is... Ellie's all worked up now. <laughs> did you just did you say murmuring one more log? Yes. <laughs> one more log. <laughs> I'm gonna forget that part, but <laughs> one more log. <laughs> he makes one more log sound sexy, so yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Pinch it off, we gotta go. Just one more log. <laughs> One more log and fling it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back to monkeys. (laughs) It all comes full circle. (laughs) It's the circle of life. We didn't go too far off topic. (laughs) Oh, my face. That's pretty funny. So anyway, why do you like Tim Allen? Why do you want to Tim (laughs) Allen? She wants to give Tim Allen the business. He'd be so excited and all that. He's old as shit now. Oh, I know. <laughs> He'd be like, Holly, yeah. 
You gotta. He just seems. He just seems like he'd be confident in bed. Because he's got the tools. Because he's the tool man. <laughs> and he's so wise. <laughs> he's so wise. He used to be a gangster back in the day. Did he? Really? Yeah. Yes. Do you know he used to have, like years ago in his twenties? He was like a coke dealer. And he got like went to jail and shit. <laughs> oh and yeah, that's right. That, yeah, he was. Yeah. He had a little bit of coke. Turn. And he became a star. Anyways, anything's possible, kids. See, I knew he was bad boy. Be down. Uh huh. So I'm gonna play for you. All Close the- second. JTT. <laughs> Hashtag JTT for life. Um, I'm spanking him and his TV son. There's a Tim Allen grunt that is actually slowed down. And John Merriquin <laughs> was watching this. It's called 400 Times Slower. And it's like seven minutes long. And John goes, why did I watch that whole thing? Because <laughs> I got high. Because I got high. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the face they have for this. (laughs) I think it's just like what hang on, there's another one where it's like (laughs) Where's the remix? There it is. Why did I watch that whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really times. long. I just imagine that chick from The Exorcist popping up in the middle of the video like, <laughs> Pure Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> he winks at you. Pure Michigan. <laughs> Why didn't they do the grunt slowed down with Pure Michigan like mixed in? <laughs> it's so going. <laughs> One more log. <laughs> One more marshmallow. One more. Here comes the log. Pure Michigan. <laughs> I 
stroke. <laughs> <laughs> or he's a really awkward comer. I'm not yeah. sure which. Tim Mallon comes for revenge. Tool time. <laughs> tool, it's tool 2020. Time. <laughs> Welcome to tool time. <laughs> 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 you ever, <laughs> you, ever <laughs> you ever heard of Pet Cemetery? Uh-huh. Well, Tim Allen took a visit there. <laughs> oh my god! Now he's revamped and he's ready for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> he's merged with monkey parts. <laughs> he's got a gorilla kidney. It's not his fault. Look at the audience. <laughs> the tool time audience is in slow mo. Like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. <laughs> so we'll leave. I think I, you guys made me like him even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Between being a bad boy and like grunting, really weird. You know what he needs though is guy liner. Yeah, that's true. He needs guy he, liner, he, and then he is Holly's know, man. Give him an hour with me, and he'll be in guy liner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Holly. Make magic happen. So we Tim, can't. He now can't. That we have your eyeliner on. Will you just grunt for me? Bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all death metal. Here's about it. my bucket list. <laughs> if you would like to know, top of my bucket list is meeting Tim Malin, putting him in guyliner, and having sex with him to the grunting slow motion <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> I feel like that's something we can all make happen. Yeah. Do you dare me? <laughs> I dare you. I do dare me. He's a Michigan boy. I'll find him. Okay, hunt him down. We'll, we'll do this. <laughs> that's what his boner sounds like. And then finally he goes, <laughs> We fall in love and ran off together. One more log. <laughs> and I'm heading out the door. <laughs> I already got my guy liner on. <laughs> oh my god then when someone murmurs one more log one more dog <laughs> <It does that. laughs> he didn't say murmur didn't he <laughs> I don't know he was like one more log one more marshmallow <laughs> couldn't give me one day more logs maybe <laughs> no marshmallows and french fried potatoes mm-hmm Rumors again. What do you burp? <laughs> that was my Tim <laughs> Allen meets Sling Blade. <laughs> we can't breathe, y'all. Damn. So we will leave you with that. <laughs> so I started with. I started with barking noises and I'm ending. Who let the dogs out? That's my dad's favorite song. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever he lets the dogs in, he's like, Who let the dogs out? Dad, he's old. Dad's like, I'm bringing it back. Yep. He's trying to do his running man. Oh, it's painful. Your dad sounds great. (laughs) He is great. He should be on the show. He's awesome. Um, But, anyways. Until then, I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly Ogden. I'm Jess. DJ Jess in the house. <laughs> See you later. Bye.